This is the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames. Brought to you by Special Needs Family Resources, LLC. For the next hour, we'll be discussing the particular challenges and real-life solutions for families with special needs. If you found us, please know that you are not alone. To find out more, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, it's your host, Julie Ames, on AM860, The Answer. Thanks for listening today to the Special Needs Family Hour. I'm Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. Our show is dedicated to helping those parents and caregivers who are caring for special people. The theme of the show is the essay, Welcome to Holland, by Emily Pearl Kingsley. Kingsley describes his experience of raising a child with a disability. It's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy to only realize that your plane has landed in Holland. Holland isn't a bad place. It's just a different place. So you must go out, buy a new guidebook, learn a whole new language, and meet a whole new group of people you would never have met. Holland is a code word for living life with those with disabilities. My hope and prayer is that the challenges we all face in Holland will make us better people. It has been an interesting time for us in Holland. Our oldest two daughters, Maria and Christina, are on the autism spectrum and have intellectual disabilities. Our youngest daughter, Anna, is a typical teenager. We just returned from my husband's annual work conference at the beach. It is also a great family vacation for the girls. Marie and Christina always look forward to visiting the nursery every year to make crafts and watch a Disney video. The nursery is for children up to 12 years old. However, the women in the nursery enjoy spending time with the girls. Physically, Marie and Christina could pass for 12 and 10 years old. Mentally, they are, perf- they are a perfect fit for the nursery. This year, the girls did not want to go swimming. Maria only wanted to collect seashells. Christina did not feel well and only wanted to stay in the room or go to the nursery. We had Christina on the beach for about 30 minutes the last day. Christina is the one who does not like sand. She always wears knee socks and water shoes. Christina is still sick. We are waiting for her gastroenterologist to call us back. We did all the hospital tests two years ago with her gastroenterologist, and there was no evidence of anything wrong with her or her diet. I am at my wit's end. I have already made an appointment for Christina with a nausea expert that is about a 12-hour drive from here. They cannot see Christina until mid-October. We will be taking a long trip in October if we can't solve our problem locally. Today, we have a great show. Our guests are with the Portico Course. The Portico Course is an all-volunteer music ministry with members of various faiths, ages, and cognitive, physical, and musical abilities. While God has given each member a different and special gifts and abilities, they all share the same commitment to make God's love real through the presentation of inspiring interactive musical performances throughout our community. Please join us on the other side. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. 
Today we have representatives from the Portico Course. The Portico Course is an all-volunteer music ministry with members of various faiths, ages, and cognitive, physical, and musical abilities. While God has given each member different and special gifts and abilities, they all share the same commitment to making God's love real through the presentation of inspiring interactive musical performances throughout our community. Our first guest today is Diane Barber, the director of Portico Chorus. Hi, Diane. Hi. Please tell us a little bit about your background and how you decided to start the Portico Chorus. I was in Nicaragua on a missions trip and visited a school for special needs. And it was such an incredible experience and so much more than what we have here. So I came back and a friend of mine, Vicki Walker, challenged me to start one here in Tampa. And so that's what started the Portico Chorus, which is a special needs ministry for adults. Wow. Now, I was surprised the first time you told me about Nicaragua that they really go all out for those with special needs. Why do you think that is? Why is there a difference? I think it's their culture because, as you know, they are one of the poorest countries Yes, in Central America. And that's, Julie, that's what hit me when I went there and they had beautiful, pristine uniforms and the quality of the education that they had and the teachers and the buildings. And we don't have that here. Plus, yes. we separate them out. So that's what I came back. I think God moved me to start something like that and to meet some other needs as well of some gaps that exist in current ministries to have a ministry for both adults with and without special needs. Yes. Well, I've seen your your course Mm -hmm. performed several times, and you guys are amazing, and everyone is always blessed by your performances. Thank you. Now, you started in 2014. Yes. So tell us a little bit about how, I mean, if someone's out there and they're listening to you and think, gosh, I'd like to do that, tell us the process. Julie, anybody can start this. If you um, are... If you have a teacher or someone in music therapy or anything like that, you do not have to be a music major like like I was and and in music ministry. But I started with $50. Okay. And I started at the new building called the Portico downtown Tampa that was under construction. Yes. So we started under construction. I had eight people at the first time and we just started and we meet once a month for two hours. That's all we meet for. And in the past four years, we've grown now to about 40 members from all over West Florida, and we've had over 20 performances. Wow, that's amazing. Now, one of the things I like is that it's various faiths, and the Portico was sponsored by... Hyde Park United Methodist Church. And they built it to... For various faiths. Yeah, it's for everyone. It is truly a gathering place. Um, it's very forward-looking. I think that's what the future is going to be, where we people of different beliefs and all different faiths can come together yes. and do things. Like is what we do here. I mean, who, who thought you'd have, you know, Presbyterians standing beside Methodists, standing beside Catholics, and all making a difference in our community? So that's what's unique about it. Right. Well, we have an amazing group here today. Who would you like to introduce to us? Well, the first is Wes Cole, who has been with our group for three years. And Wes has been great at helping us. And I think you could find Wes's story interesting himself as how he came to this group, but what it has come to mean to him. Yes, I would love to hear our audience know, how did you come to this group? 
Well, Diane came to me um, one afternoon and said that she needed some help. And uh, I've known Diane for quite a while um, and admired her not only musically and professionally, but personally. And she, um, I knew if so, she was really excited about something, that it had to be something good. Yes. And so I, she wanted me to come and just see what the portico chorus was like. And I wasn't sure what I was in for. And I immediately said yes. I came to the first rehearsal, and here I am three years later. I It's just become a part of my life. Wow. Now, what do you do when you're not singing? <laughs> when I'm not – well, I'm almost always singing. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm a member of the Hyde Park United Methodist Chancel Choir. I also am a member of an uh, ambassador quartet, a men's quartet that sings gospel music. Um, I uh, – I am currently and have been employed by the county uh, courthouse for 10 years. And uh, I just uh, love getting involved in different things. But uh, this has been one of the most amazing experiences I've ever I've ever done. Well, well, thank you for sharing today and being here as one of our guests. Did you have anything else to add, Diane? Well, I think what's interesting about this group is that what I thought was going to be a musical group has become a group for all. Yes. We even have members of the group who don't sing and members of the group who just help with logistics. And one of those that has changed is Karen Pinches, who started as a caregiver and with her son and sat in the back and, um, and not only found the value for her family here, but has become a performer. Not that she's a big singer, but she does it with us. And Karen has a great little story. I would love to hear your story, Karen. We first heard about the Portico Chorus through the church that we attend, Idlewild, and Dina mentioned that there was a choir that was going to be started. Yes. And so Jason and I, we he wanted to go definitely. So we started to attend, and it's become more fun through the years. And Anybody can join us. It's just, it's fun. We have a great time. So are you enjoying performing? Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll that's... We'll be performing at Idlewild in, uh, next month. It'll be fun. That is so nice mm-hmm. because there's so many times um, I can remember reading books years ago about people where you have a vocation and you have an avocation and the things you enjoy. And sometimes your life isn't complete unless you're doing those things that you enjoy. So I'm sure it brings a lot to your life because your your son is also yes. singing. Uh-huh. That's wonderful. And what else are you going to add, Diane? The The uniqueness of this group for me, I thought I was starting a ministry to help other people. But this ministry became a gift to me. And these are not just chorus members that I see once a month. They're my friends. We have become friends and the fellowship. And that, to the listeners, in this world today, we need things that bring us together, regardless of our differences. And this has fulfilled that dream of mine. To have that, and not only a gift to me, but I think to all of these people as well. Yes. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing, Karen. Who Was there anything else you wanted to add, or who should we speak to next? Who would you like to introduce to us? I would like to introduce Genevieve. Ah. Genevieve is a, uh, a member of the chorus who is a singer, but has blossomed over the past four years. I've seen her that she actually just got back from singing at a national convention. You were at a national convention, Genevieve? Um, yes. I was singing with Best Buddies. Mm. Um, 
um, singing the national anthem for their challenge ride. I was uh, singing three times, and they had like a minute little football game that I sang at, and then two times for their challenge ride on Saturday. And one time I had to get up at like really early, and I sang at like six in the morning. Oh my! So now, did you sing before you joined the chorus? Um, yes, I was a part of the Joy's Choir at my church, which is a special needs choir, and we just basically sing for a one-a-month ministry called uh, Joy's, and I was doing that, and I was just, you know, singing at home, doing my thing, and then I heard about the Portico Chorus. I decided to try it, and after me and Grandma tried it, we have never looked back, we love it, and we love being a part of it, and it is very, very wonderful. Wow, so your grandmother participates with you? Yes, my grandmother participates with me when she's feeling up to it, and so... She likes to sing, and, and, and you know, we're all friends, so she loves everybody, and, and you know, is just, just a happy person, and we're all happy, Yes, and well, that's what I like about it. Well, we know where you got your singing, your love for singing from, from your grandmother. Yes. Wow. Hi, what else did you want to add, Diane? Well, Julie, you noticed you picked up that Genevieve sings with her grandmother. Yes. And many music groups draw what I feel I call lines. You have to be a certain age. You have right. to be a certain ability level. You have to be able to attend rehearsals for a certain given time. I turn that upside down so that it fit into today's world and in today's schedules. Because yes. you can have everyone's welcome. So we have grandparents singing with grandkids singing with sons and daughters all together at the same time. And my friend Andrew here. Yes, Andrew's been on the show before. <laughs> Andrew Andrew and his mom and dad, Carmen and Murray. Andrew has enjoyed singing his entire life, but he was excluded. Really? He wasn't allowed to sing in his schools, and his mom and dad tried. But you know what? Andrew is a proud member of our chorus. Right, Andrew? Yeah. Wow. And he has even, we've even formed out of the chorus two new groups. So we have a mixed ensemble. And you are a member of that, aren't you, Andrew? Yes. Yes. So wow. that shows what we can be to all people, regardless of their ability. Yes. And I know as a parent, there's so many times that you want your child to be able to enjoy things. And sometimes it, sometimes some people, how do I say it? Um, some people see the limitations there that maybe as a parent we don't see. And thankfully you don't see either, I don't Diane. see them either. Great. Well, it's nice to have you back, Andrew. Who else would you like to introduce to us? Or you know what? Why don't we take a break? We still have a lot of great people that we're going to introduce to you. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. I am here with representatives of the Portico Course. We are discussing the all-volunteer music ministry of the Portico Course. 
a chorus of members with various faiths, ages, and cognitive, physical, and musical abilities. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I am here with members of the Portico Course, an all-volunteer music ministry with members of various faith, ages, and cognitive, physical, and musical abilities. And we have been introducing, and we're going to continue, I'm Diane Barbara. Diane Barber is the director of the Portico Chorus. And Diane, who else do you have to introduce to us? Well, some members here have been here since the very beginning. And a gentleman by the name of Ken. Ken Holden is here. Hi. And Ken uh, performed with us at a unique Place. We got invited to sing at the Emily Arena for a Microsoft convention software. So this was people from all over the United States and all over the world. Wow. And remember, we rehearse once a month for two hours. <laughs> That's amazing. And Microsoft, let me say, has a lot of technical support that they require. But Ken was there. And Ken, can you share a bit of how it felt to be performing in front of 8,000 people, that after our fir- the first song that you sang, you got a standing ovation. Wow. It felt good, and we all got a standing ovation. And we had people crying. My. All of them were. And Ken, I don't think you've ever performed in a place like that. Were you nervous at all? No. No. And it, 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 I'm glad it went so well, because you got to realize with a group like this and with people like this, we all support each other and we're all comfortable, even though sometimes it seems like we perform in big venues. Right. But one thing I want to point out is, and Wes is here, um, can speak to it, is, Julie, we are completely chorus run. Even though I'm the director, I don't make the decisions. I let them choose. They are the leaders that decide where we perform, what music to do and all. Mine. And I tell you, we, we had a, one of those moments at we meet once a year to plan our day, um, our year out. Wes, can you speak to that moment of when we had a clarity? Thanks, Diane. Um, yes, this was uh, quite an amazing moment, I think, with our group because I think it turned us around into a different direction. Um, we were always, seemed like, trying to make the music right and trying to... Uh, concentrate on the music and we had a little few times where we would get together and and play games and but then we'd be getting right back into the music and and there were some times where we were kind of wondering which direction we were going to go with the music and we were sitting in our in a room the group who were, were the ones making the decisions and at that moment Genevieve was quietly sitting over in the corner and I looked over at her and I said, Genevieve, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, what do you think the course would really like to do? Or is there something that that you think might be more interesting? And um, it was just the things that came out of her mouth just changed our chorus because um, 
Genevieve, do you remember what that was like and what you said? Um, yes. Um, it was pretty amazing. At that time, our course had stopped the fellowship part, and I felt like, as a course, we should at least talk to each other and sit down and, you know, say not only how our days went, but if we had any problems, we should bring them out in the open, and then we could pray for them together and basically just have a fellowship time. So that was what turned the choir around, Wes, was that, you know, like you said, we went in the direction of my idea of fellowship. We have been doing it now ever since, and Diane loves it. Wes loves it. Everybody loves that we sit in a circle, and we all talk to each other. We get maybe 10 minutes to say what we want to say a little longer, and we say how we're doing, and if we have a prayer request, we bring it out, and we're not afraid to bring out our prayer request and what we have to say, no matter what it is. That's wonderful. So what this did was this changed our group from a chorus into a family, yes. and it really moved it. So what she's talking about is now when we come together, we actually feel like we have a place that we can go and escape the world, yes. and we're welcomed exactly the way we are, and we pray for each other, and prayers are being answered yes. big time. And I think, Diane, that one of the things that I learned uh, through that experience was in spite of any of the disabilities we all have, and I believe we all have some disabilities or some special needs. <laughs> some special for needs. myself. Um, and uh, I think that the fact that uh, we one thing we do is we share the same feelings when it comes to love and music. We all love each other. We all love sharing our time together, talking about our lives, and um, make then making joyful music. And that's what you know puts the protocol chorus apart from anything else I've ever done. Yes. Wow. Julie, what's important to note, too, I know we're talking about singing and performing in right. front of people, and it, our, our name has the word chorus yes. in it. But, you know, we have people come that don't sing. Yes. And they just come to be a part, to listen, and to maybe help move some risers or maybe help with some snacks and things. The thing is, everybody can be involved, and people are looking to where they can serve. Right. And, and but it being a low time commitment. And right. that's what a ministry like this is because it's only two hours a month. Right. But yet you can have all of this that you've heard about by coming a few times a year for a few hours. And we're able to make that work. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yes, Wes. Um, Julie, I was just going to say that when Diane says about how anybody can be involved, and uh, it's been, it's, it's brought. Uh, my family closer together because now my wife Deb who's been wanting to get involved in something has uh, decided now this is a direction she wants to take and she's gotten more involved and she's looking to get more involved and it's just become a family affair now and it's just like Diane did say it it was a it's a big family group now and there's a place for everybody Murray is here and Murray hi Murray I am not a technical person but 
just a place for everybody. We need help with technical things and all. And Murray is one who has been from the beginning as well. And Murray, can you speak to what roles other men and women might have in a group like this? Well, basically, I kind of took over doing the audiovisual uh, aspect of it. I, I um, run the uh, words for, the, for them to sing across the screen. Uh, I was doing the music, but Diane's taking, kind of taking that away. But I try and get everything set up for them so that they can have – it's easy for them to, to see and use. And it's not uh, something that, you know, they have to be looking all around for. The words are right there in front of them, um, and they can see it and sing with the, with the music. And it's been a great time. I enjoy doing it for them. Uh, my background, I had uh, <clears throat> I run sound at one of my churches many years ago, and I've, I've done other things with that as well. So, Murray, I've got to ask this. Microsoft, I'd be really intimidated if I was a technical guy. That was awesome. I love, I love all that stuff. I, I work for the school system, and I'm a technician. I repair computers, iPads, servers. And computers. So that must have been amazing. It was. It was phenomenal. Wow. Did you have anything to add, Diane? Well, Alex can speak to this. Um, When at all our performances, I have had every time the audiovisual people who see a lot of performers and who run a lot of different church services, but every time they say they cannot believe how professional our group is. And Alex, do you remember that at Emily? How yeah. we had all these people who had flown in from Microsoft all over yeah. and these computer experts. And that's who was in the audience, too. Yeah. But did you feel comfortable being there? Yes. And do you remember what the stage manager said to us as we left? He said, you have been the best performers we have had. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And we had the big screen. So, again, Julie, it shows that anyone can be a part of this group and fit in and have a great experience. Yes. So, Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I just... Okay. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I, like this choir, I like this choir, and it's, it's, it's so amazing, and it, 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 it inspires me. Yes. Well, Alex has been on the show before, too, and it's amazing. Yep. It's just neat to see all of you guys just out and about and that there are so many groups out there that you can belong to. And I had never considered the Portico course as a possibility for my daughters, but you never know. And that would be an mm-hmm. interesting question to propose mm-hmm. to them. Well, why don't we take a break? And we'll come back in a minute. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. I am here with representatives of the Portico Course. We are discussing the all-volunteer music ministry of the Portico Course, a course of members of various faiths, ages, and cognitive, physical, and musical abilities. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. 
I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. I'm here with members of the Portico Course, an all-volunteer music ministry with members of various faiths, ages, and cognitive, physical, and musical abilities. Now, Diane, who is the director of the Portico Chorus, we have been introducing different people, and there's one person we haven't introduced yet. Save the best for last. Someone who's become a good friend of mine is Jason. Now, Jason um, and his mom, Karen, whom we've met or you met earlier. Yes. And Jason has been at almost every performance. And Jason, do you enjoy being in the chorus? Yeah. Yes. What do you like about the chorus? You like the fellowship or the music? You like the instruments? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we do a lot of not only singing, but we do with instruments, which... Really? Yes. Oh, that's right. I yes. do. But they're not traditional instruments. They are not traditional. They are recycled instruments yes. that we use. And you and participate with the audience, because I remember that. Remember that? Yes, that was great. We do audience participation. We do sing-along. We don't just like to be in front and have people hear and see us. We like them to become a part of it. And that's what's really moved a lot of groups. And Jason and his mom, Karen, have become part of it. I mean, Karen's even start to play the cymbals now. Oh, my. <laughs> so, um, and, and Jason is in one of our small groups now, too, our small ensembles who sings. So mm-hmm. that's very, Jason, you're comfortable with that, right? Being yep. up in front of people? Yep, and singing into a microphone, and and he's grown a lot as a singer and a performer. Yes. Now, have you always been comfortable being in front of people, Jason? Yes? Yeah. So you're an extrovert. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Great. Um, Well, let's talk about what it takes. Okay, so I'm I'm out there, and I'm listening, and I'm thinking, well, so how does this all work? What does it take to put this together? Well, it can be a very low-cost Way. Now, uh, a lot of people might have questions about the music and uh, performance rights right? and how to do that. Well, of course, your church can help, and the Internet has all the information. ASCAP, the Association of um, Performers, can help you with how to do that. So I just follow the guidelines, and I buy the rights. Mm-hmm. Um, I use almost all choral music, which comes with, you can buy an accompaniment track, which is what we perform with, okay. um, that can cost $25 or $30, and then you per performance is what you pay to do that with. So it's it's all the way from learning how to do that to just communicating and learning how to outreach into the special needs community yes. is, um, is critical. So I contacted some other organizations and friends that I know and said, thinking about this, and they were so excited that they helped spread the word. So... I'm happy to have my information available. I right. have helped other groups start a group like this. And again, you don't have to be a musician. You just have to have a heart for it. And it's usually very simple to start alongside existing ministries. So if someone wanted to contact you. Yes, they can call me. Or, can you give that information? Yes, they can reach me on my cell phone. It's 813-505-9299. That's 813-505-9299. They can reach us through our Facebook page. It's under The Portico Chorus. And they can also reach out to The Portico in Tampa, which is portico.org. Wow. (laughs) Yes. 
Well, you said you were going to sing a little bit for me, and you have an intro that you mm-hmm. sing, mm-hmm. and you have a conclusion. I listened to the whole song that you sent me. That was beautiful. And I guess that's your theme song. Mm-hmm. So the intro, tell us a little bit about that song. Well, every year um, we pick music, and I play it uh, at the beginning of the year, and I let them pick. And we decided to go a little retro of old church choir. So okay. even though we're a new church choir, definitely forward thinking of not the traditional, but a lot of us like the old gospel music too. I grew up and with that. Did you grow up with that? <laughs> yes. So this is old church choir. Okay. And did you need someone? No. Okay. So we want us to. Yes, sure. Let's do it. I've got an old church choir singing in my soul. I've got a sweet salvation and it's beautiful. I've got a heart overflowing and I've been restored. There ain't nothing gonna steal my joy. No, there ain't nothing gonna steal my joy. Wow, that's amazing. And that's without accompaniment. So and that's just sitting around the table here. <laughs> but could you feel oh. the energy? Yes. Isn't it exciting? What we're yes. again different abilities, but it's not about it's not about the music, Julie. It's about how we make people feel. And that's what it's all about is making people feel God's love through us, regardless of our backgrounds, our abilities, or what faiths we practice. So tell us a little bit about your theme song. Okay, well, this one we started doing a few years ago, and it's one that I think speaks the most. It's called Why We Sing, and it's about a sound of hope, a sound of peace, a sound of joy. And it talks about how music can build a bridge and can break down walls, and this is why we sing. And it really encapsulates. Now, you're going to do 30 seconds, right? Do you want to do it longer? Okay, let's just do the 30 seconds and... Well, I'm going to try and hook it up, at least for those people on the newsletter. If you want to be on the newsletter, just go to my website, specialneedsfamilyhour.com. But for those people that are signed up for the newsletter, I'll send um, them a, a link. I'm going to try and put a video in there with your music. Okay. All right. Yes, let's do the 30 seconds. This is why we sing, why we lived our voice, why we stand up. You guys are rock stars, but I don't know if we would call you guys rock stars because you're gospel stars. Wow, you guys are amazing. Well, why don't we take a break there and we'll come back. I'm Julie Ames and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. I am here with representatives of the Portico Course. We are discussing the all-volunteer music ministry of the Portico Course, a chorus of members of various faiths, ages and cognitive physical and musical abilities please stay with us we'll be right back to reach julie or any of the guests on today's show call 813-816-2637 
That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I am here with members of the Portico Course an all-volunteer music ministry with members of various faiths, ages, and cognitive, physical, and musical abilities. Now, Diane. Diane's the director of the Portico Course. I have two girls, 20 and 22. (laughs) One doesn't like loud noises and doesn't like music. So I almost think there might be a place for even her. So Mm -hmm. explain to me how we do it. And one likes to sing but she's not a great singer. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? All they need to do is show up and we welcome them. We meet the third Sunday of the month on average. And so what your girls would do would be they would come and we could maybe give this your one who doesn't like music. Does she work with headphones when she's in loud Yes, she wears venues? headphones. We have our headphones with us in the car all the all time. All the time. So I would bring her in because she can be a part of listening to, you know, and just being a part of being there and help with the snacks and be involved in the prayer. And then your girl who sings and who you say is not the good singer, well, it doesn't matter. She can just come. And usually what happens is they come and they sit in the back. And within the first 20 to 30 minutes, they've moved up into the group. Because remember, we use manipulatives and we use instruments and shakers. There is truly something for everyone. And so that's all you would need to do to come. And even if they just want to sit in the back and listen, that is just fine. Even if they want to just come and watch perform. Like we have some members here today that are in the sound booth and just wanted to be a part of it. And that's what's great. Everyone is welcome, and your girls are welcome, right to come as they are. Yes. Now, how do mine would need to practice, probably. Yes. <laughs> well, what do you do for that? Well, I know. Again, the beauty is, as a commitment, it's only once a month to come for our fellowship and sharing and rehearsal, all in one two-hour period. But what I do is I give lyric sheets and I buy the rights so that they can have rehearsal CDs to take with them. Wow. So in between the once a month rehearsals, they can not only practice, but their families can enjoy the music as well. Well, my oldest loves listening to CDs, so Mm -hmm. that would be perfect for her. Yes, and I think Genevieve, you you practice with your CDs, right? And do you do it in the car or at home, or how um, do you... I do it at home. Um, I love practicing with my CD at home. Um, we have loved the old church choir song so much that we got his CD so we could hear his other songs, and we've just been listening to it. We jam out and. It's just really fun. I mean, it's, I mean, because it's something that I love. I love the music, and I love listening to it along with singing, so that's what makes it fun. 
And what I can share with any of your listeners who would like to know how to start this ministry, I also make rehearsal recordings that I give to them that actually helps them repeat the lyrics after me in a slow manner. So I have a developmental phase of it's not like a traditional rehearsal. We do things slowly um, of learning the words, of understanding what the music is about. And then I make these recordings so that they can practice at home where I even talk to them. Like I would, what's your daughter's name? Maria. Maria. So I'd say, okay, Maria, let's practice why we sing. I'm going to say the words and you echo me. This is why we sing. This is why we sing. So then they get almost like a rehearsal at home and you get something for your loved one to practice and feel confident about too. That's why we're able to do a lot of the performances we do. That is amazing. This is, this sounds so easy for a mom. (laughs) We did, I, the girls did cheerleading. Oh. Oh my goodness. I learned all the moves. I tried to teach them. They didn't want to practice. I felt like a never mind. This isn't a show about my cheerleading thing. But this sounds so easy. Yes, and if there are and solo stress. Yes, and if the, I mean we've already have four years of music um, that we have performed. We know it works. We know what types of shows, what type of music works for them, and I'd be happy to share. Um, what what recordings we used and what music we used and what worked well with anyone who's interested in starting up a ministry. I can pretty much hand them their first two years of music. Wow, that's amazing. Well, you have an open house that you have every August, Every correct? August, yep. This year is August 19, and that's where just come. You can meet all of these people here. I, I know most of them are going to be here, uh, be there. And what it is, you can come sing along, or you can come listen along, or just come in and see it. And we're going to have all our information there. We're going to do a mini concert. It's going to be participatory. You're going to see, like, our recycled instruments that we made. And it's going to be a really great time to just experience something like this, if you're at all curious about it. All right. Now, so tell them the location and and where they can get this information, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's we are located at the Portico, which is a new venue downtown Tampa, which is committed to be a gathering place for all. So um, the Portico.org or our Facebook page, which is the Portico Chorus, or feel free to call me and I can send you. I have all of my rehearsal notes of everything, how it's done. And my phone number is 813-505-925. Say it again. And that's 813-505-9299. Now, did you want to give them an email? Yes. It's actually my first name, Diane, and then my phone number. So it's D-I-A-N-E 505-9299 at gmail.com. Wow. You can say it again if you want. And that's Diane... 505-9299 at gmail.com. 
Now, I was amazed when you when you told me that the portico's only been here for a year. That made me feel better because I know I've driven by it. Mm-hmm. And I was the church. There's a small church there that was the original Methodist church for Tampa. That's right. And it's now a registered historic place for Tampa. We've completely restored it to its original condition. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. Thank you for listening to the Special Needs Family Hour. If you've missed any part of today's program, you can get the podcast of this and every show at specialneedsfamilyhour.com. While there, please take advantage of the resources we've made available. And if you're so inclined, please support the advertisers that support this program more than anything. Just know that you are not alone. And we invite you to join us next Sunday at 1 for the Special Needs Family Hour, only on AM 860. The Answer.